LOL Radio. It is time for us to investigate the weird wide world and joining me on the phone I have uh, Chris the Bloke Franklin. Good afternoon to you Chris. G'day Joff, how are you going mate? Not too bad at all. Listeners of LOL would be familiar with uh, your tunes such as uh, Bloke and some of the other parodies, Beer Is My Poison, Snag Guy, that sort of thing. But uh, most recently you have had a, what started as a poem, uh, go quite viral around the world. It was quite strange. I I locked in isolation like uh, most of the country and going a bit crazy and I I thought, I'll just, I'll just write down how I'm feeling. So I, I wrote the poem and thought, I'll, I'll just film that and put it on Facebook. Did that and um, woke up the next day and it was close to a million views and some fellow in America <laughs> called Bobby Kelly had turned it into a song. And, uh, yeah, he'd given kind of that ragtime theme. Yeah, it was old English hall-type music. It was, it was a great version. I really enjoyed it. And Bob and I have become good friends since then. We, we copyrighted the lyrics and music in America and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And there's We're in lo- contact regularly. Lots of other uh, little versions popping up with people doing their version because I think it's just resonating with the world. I, I, I think I might have um, struck a chord there. <laughs> I, I went on YouTube to try and find Bob's version of it and found a, a techno version, a trance version, a, a um, soul version. That there's about uh, South Park did an animated version and drew me as a cartoon. So. <laughs> Which is, you you know that you've uh, made it into pop culture world when you were a South Park character. <laughs> There's two highlights in my career. I've, I've been drawn as a South Park character and I've had my name inside of VB Stubby Leaders. <laughs> well, today, literally all of about half an hour ago, you released uh, a brand new version of it. It's got a kind of a bit of a country feel to it, but it is a massive who's who of uh, music all getting together in isolation to uh, put a new tune to the lyrics. I, I think we've um, done something that's never been done before in the history of uh, Australian music. It's uh, 23 professional artists recording a song without meeting each other, without ever meeting. Which is pretty amazing. Mm, really happy with how it's come out too. It, it sounds fantastic. A great team of musos on there and, and great vocalists. And uh, yeah, uh, I think it, out of all the versions I've heard of the poem... I I'm, might be biased, but I think this is the best one. <laughs> well, so you've recorded your uh, parts, um, I'm assuming, uh, in isolation in, in your place? I am indeed, yeah, in Launceston in Tasmania, mm-hmm. uh, at home here, which is, it, it's really not that different for entertainers, I guess. I, I, I head to the mainland to work most of the time when I'm when I'm touring or doing pub shows or whatever. Yep. Um, I'll do that for a block of time and then come home and, and just be home for a block of time. And this is no different to being in between gigs for me. It's just I don't know when the next gig is. That's right. Well, see, normally around this time you'd be hosting the after party at the um, comedy festival. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, that, that's really strange, actually. All my friends are normally in one place at this time of the year every year for the last 20-odd years. And um, uh, we've all started FaceTiming each other, which is something we don't normally do just because <laughs> we're used to seeing each other at this time of the year. So much so, yeah. But you've now, uh, yeah, as you say, created this uh, massive music video uh, with a new tune. Do you want to take us through uh, the process of how this all came together? Um, at, at the last verse of the poem, at my partner's suggestion, Michelle said... Um, you should sing the last verse. And yep. so in the in the video of the poem, I said, this could be a song, and uh, sung the last verse. From there, Bobby Kelly did his music hall version, and um, we decided it was going to be a, a good 12-bar rock tune. And um, I'd, I'd worked on Howzo's and Fat Pizza with Angry Anderson, so I got hold of him, and I'd toured with Rose Tattoo when Bloke was out. So I got hold of Rob Riley, who played guitar, 
with Rose Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also toured with the Screaming Jets, so I rang uh, Jimmy Hocking and Dave Gleeson. It just snowballed from there that those guys loved it and knew other people, obviously, and then there was people that were mutual friends. We've got China Walker from uh, John Paul Young's band, who's a good friend of mine from many years ago, Ella Hooper, and um, Adam Pedretti from Killing Heidi. Uh, their albums were the top of the charts when my first song, Bloke, was at the top of the charts, so we, we've known each other for 20 years now. just went crazy. We ended up with Kevin Bloody Wilson and one of the original Wiggles, Murray Cook, and... <laughs> I was going to say, you've got a red wiggle in there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and put him in the same verse as Kevin Bloody Wilson, who who was rapped. He said he's always wanted to be the black wiggle. <laughs> but exactly where would you, you know, hear anything like this ever? It is just so unique. And, and it works. And it, it works. works, yeah, exactly. It sounds great, yeah. It, it almost didn't come to be. Uh, dealing with people like Kevin Bloody Wilson and Angry Anderson, who are, are both gentlemen in their 70s now. Yes, yeah. Uh, Obviously, recording the way we did, it all had to go through a Dropbox to to be in one central place to be able to be mixed. And guys of that age don't know computers that well. Yeah. But Angry was referring it to the letter box or the letter drop. Yeah. Um, Kev didn't know what was happening. He just texted it to me, his part of it. And it wasn't very good quality, and I had to talk him through the whole thing. And then someone who you would think would know about computers and, and technology, being a little bit younger, Dave Gleason assumed that the Dropbox was only on his computer and wanted to free up space in his computer and deleted everyone's file at one no. stage. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking he was just clearing his computer. I thought he hated me for some oh. reason. <laughs> <laughs> but it has come together, and uh, already in the last half hour or so, yeah, it's uh, got so many views on YouTube. Uh, people up, starting to download. 6,000 now. 6,000, wow. In half an hour. And uh, the the best thing about uh, this particular release as well, people can uh, download a copy for themselves and contribute uh, d- their own funds to support everyone that's you know out of work and has contributed to the video. That's correct. Yeah, I, um, it's available on YouTube and obviously on Facebook. It's free for anyone that wants. We're doing the old Aussie leave your money on the fridge on a system yep. basically. Yeah. Um, if, if if you're able to and you feel like donating, then there's a Bandcamp site which just has the audio, not the video, mm-hmm. and there is a donate button on, on the link there for that one. I'm pretty sure you've got the link because you've downloaded it for the radio station. That I have. <laughs> so we'll be sharing that on the LOL Radio Facebook page for uh, everyone to get a copy and uh, support the artist because, as you said before, at this time of year, um, with the likes of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival not happening, a lot of comedians are sitting at home wondering where to go. Musos are in the exact same boat. Um, they can record some things at home, but they're not out touring where a lot of the uh, the the usual income would be um, flowing in. So something like this is uh, possibly uh, the way of the future for the time being. Could very well be, Joff, yeah. And um, the button on the Bandcamp thing just says pay what you like. It's There's no set fee. You don't have to pay a price to buy it. And only if you feel like doing it too. So Too easy. I think with the entertainers, this whole situation is a little bit worse in regards to once we're all allowed out and about, we can't just go straight back to work. We've got to book gigs again, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, people who book us need time to promote them. So it's going to be at least another three months after everyone else is back at work before we can start sort of doing the tours again. Get back on the horse, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations again. We are so thrilled to see this song. I I believe there's a chance of the way that it's been released, it, it may do what Bloke did. And uh, rise up the charts. Hopefully, yeah. We're, we're um, 
the charts these days, when Bloke was out, it was all CD, so it was yes. quite simple. They, they just went on music store sales. But uh, these days, I think it's sales on uh, places like Spotify. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, with Spotify, we've released today, but it can take one to three weeks for the song to appear on Spotify. So we, we might miss the boat there. The, the, the wave might have crashed by the time it gets on Spotify. We shall see. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it another good push when it, when it gets on there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having a chat tonight. Thank you, mate, and, and thank you, LOL, for your ongoing support too. I notice you, you often play bloke there, so I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, uh, we might let you uh, introduce the, the tune because uh, you've given the band an excellent name as well. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a big debate. We came up with some good ones, but we've settled on this one. So right now, here is Chris Franklin... And the isolators, stay the F at home. (laughs) 